an unchanging identity. Hey, what up? You're tuning in to the Adventure Between Us podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Finn. So let's get started. When you're asked the question, who are you? What do you respond with? Because I feel like a lot of us, when we get asked that question, we respond with our names or our professions, who we are, our role in our families, etc. You know, you might say, hey, I'm Destiny. I'm this amount of years old. I'm a filmmaker, X, Y, Z. You know, I'm the oldest daughter out of this many siblings. Like you go on and you give examples of who you are. You know, and I think a lot of us, we do. And then sometimes we go, oh, I love a coffee. I'm a coffee lover. I'm a kombucha drinker. I'm an avid hiker. You know, I'm a gamer. Like, you explain who you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Except, I guess, a lot lately, and something I've been really thinking about the past handful of months, is that identity in and of itself is shifting, What happens when you lose a sibling or you're no longer a filmmaker and your career path changes and you're left wondering who you are? Or maybe you're a football player and that's all you've done all the way up through high school and college and now you're graduated and you're not on the team anymore. And you kind of got this sense of like shifting identity because you're back to kind of square one of who am I? And you're left wondering who am I? Like, to the deepest core, and every day you don't know, in a sense, who you are, and you're kind of left feeling numb and startled and rattled, and honestly, with this sense of loss, because you don't know who you are. And I think a lot of us, we oftentimes get focused on the wrong perspective of what our identities should be. And I get it, because I was there. You know, I defined myself in who I was by what I could do. And who I was by what I had and who I was in my place in the world. You know, like, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a storyteller, I travel full-time, I'm this, I'm that. And that's how I define myself. Which was great, but at the same time, it wasn't a deep, solid rooting of confidence. It was more of that mask on an iceberg of everything's fine, let's just patch it up, that's who I am, we're good. But that question was still down inside of me, nagging me of who am I? And I think a lot of us, if we care to admit, we would say, yeah, there are days that it just hits me of who am I? But what if our perspective is wrong on what our identity should be? Because we live in a culture where we identify ourselves by our hobbies and professions and things to tell people and explain to ourselves who we are. But those identities are momentary, and when they're used for far too long, we begin to limit ourselves in who we can be and who we are. You know, if you tell yourself, this is all I am, this is all I'm capable of, you're going to start to write that into your DNA, and you're going to start to define and limit yourself on what should actually be a limitless life. You begin to explain so much that when that profession and you lose your job and you no longer have that or you don't live in a small town anymore or xyz you are literally in a in a sense an identity crisis of a midlife crisis wondering who you are or maybe you've defined yourself your entire life by i'm the i'm the spouse of this person you know i'm i'm a i'm the wife of a doctor i'm a husband of a lawyer like xyz like whatever it may be 
without forgetting that what happens if you get a divorce? Now you're 40 years old. You've got a divorce. Your whole life is basically starting from scratch. You're in a new career profession. You're in a new state and you're left wondering who you are because you just spent the last 20 years of your life doing one thing, living in one way, raising one type of family. And now that's no longer true for you. But that's what you've used to identify yourself for the past 20 years. And you're left with this unsinking feeling of who am I? And a lot of us, I hate to say it, we don't honestly want to get comfortable with ourselves and we don't actually like the silence enough to start to discover who we are. And I think that's one of the reasons why depression and anxiety and suicide are rising so high up is because we don't know who we are deep down inside. So the problem comes when life is constantly changing and those labels show their momentary colors and they no longer fit like an outgrown pair of shoes. Because we do. We often define ourselves by the things that we know and that we feel comfortable with. But what if we focused on identifying ourselves by our character qualities? I'm not Destiny the filmmaker, but rather Destiny the honest, Destiny the peaceful, Destiny the brave. Because character, godly character that's been refined shines like the morning dawn and is in a constant change of life. They remain the same and they only shine brighter. So what character do you want to build your life with? Because I don't think we should be identifying ourselves by hobbies and these extra words to describe, but rather by the character and the quality of our hearts. That's what we should really be defining ourselves by because that identity, that identity doesn't change unless you start changing it yourself. And if it does change, usually hopefully it's for the better. And you see that with Corinthians when you go into love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast. Like It's giving you the qualities that you want to pursue for your character to build your life and identify upon. You know, out of the fruit of the spirit flows love, joy, peace, patience. Like these are the character qualities that we should identify ourselves with. Because at the end of the day, that's what impacts, that's what lasts, that in a storm does not change. I don't know growing up if you ever had coaches or teachers or mentors, but I would hear the word integrity a lot. Like that is what they kind of tried to rep into our heads of, hey, you need to have integrity. What does integrity mean? And then you would reply with what? Doing the right thing when even no one is looking. That, that's character. And that's an identity that you want. You know what? That person has integrity. Like that's what you want to be identified by. Because, yeah, people, they might identify you by, like, oh, hey, look, that's our quarterback, like that, etc. But most of the time, people don't identify you by your outer appearances of what you do, but rather by who you are. And that is where our unchanging identity begins, is knowing whose we are and his character qualities. And then reflecting those in upon us so that we become more like him, which is more patient and kind and giving and honest. Because you do, if you ever ask somebody like, hey, who's that person? Most of the time, they'll give you the person's name, maybe what they do. And they're like, yeah, they're pretty honest. They're really funny and kind and like they're the most selfless person you know. Or you get the flip side. Oh yeah, that person, don't trust them with your money. You know, like they're pretty shady and they're kind of standoffish and rude and just a lot of times it's not good character qualities. So what character qualities 
are you defining your life by? In Luke 6, it says this, A good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. A good person produces good out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil person produces evil out of the evil stored up in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the outflow of the heart. That, that's what you fill your life with. That's the character. And I don't know about you, but you also do refine your character by what you listen to, by what you watch, by what you do. Because that's what you're filling your life with. So if you're filling your life with TV shows where people are edgy and just shallow and selfish and moody, you're going to notice yourself starting to be more moody and edgy with people. And I say that because I speak from experience. There was a TV show a while back that a friend of mine and I just wanted to start watching. Like, we were just in the winter season. There was not a lot to do. It was cold and whatnot. And we were just like, you know what? Let's watch an episode of this. So we did. We started watching a few episodes of the first season. And we started noticing that we were starting to be more edgy with each other after watching that show. And finally, one day I was like, hey, I think it's the show. And they're like, I think you're right. And so we stopped watching the show. And over the course of a week, we went back to not really being edgy with each other. Because that show, it was funny. And it wasn't necessarily negative or bad. But the people were. It was just more of that just candy comedy. Just There's no storyline. There's no real growth process. These people are just very immature and just kind of shallow. Because what you fill your life with and what you meditate upon is what's going to start flowing out of your heart. And you all know those people that are just obsessed with like fantasy football or they're obsessed with this one artist or they're obsessed with this book series and that's all they talk about. You know, it's like that's what they live on and if that thing did not exist in their life, how would they survive? It's because that's what's stored up in their heart. And they're basing their identity on that thing. Because they're like, yeah, this is that. Because that's what they've meditated on. That's what they've built their life around. Is like, oh my goodness, this sports team, you know, like this book series. Like, I, like those people. You know those people. For example, Harry Potter. Like, that was a big one that got on my nerves in high school. Is people are like, yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. Like, what are you? Like, mm, well, your personality. Or even horoscopes you know those people of like oh you're an Aquarius that's why you're like this that and the other you know oh your horoscope like your personality does not go with a cancer and they base their entire identity and personality around this thing but what happens if that thing gets taken away from them they don't know who they are and I think that's why we sometimes do we base our identities on these sports teams and on our horoscopes and on book fans and all this other stuff is because we don't know deep down who we are. So we give ourselves a band-aid kind of fixture of, look at that, I'm a Gryffindor, blah, blah, blah. You know, when in reality, it's like, no, but who are you? Because they don't know who they are because they haven't spent time getting to know themselves. And that's something else is you need to know yourself and you need to build that character. When nobody's around, how are you talking to yourself? Do you have that integrity? Do you have that kindness? Do you have that goodness? But then secondly, the next thing I want to ask is what are the things that you love? 
Because an identity is truly based on character, but a part of you is discovering who you are, not wondering who you are your entire life. And that's where I think a lot of us, we spend, we spend in this like part one kind of idea of just wonder. We wonder who we are our entire lives, you know, oh, what am I capable of? What about this? What about that? You know, I wonder what's out there, but we don't actually take the time to discover who we are. And a part of that is discovering our hobbies, our likes, our interests, our dislikes. And a part of that goes to trying new things. You know, I speak and I say this because lately I've been really redefining what I enjoy. You know, when somebody asks you, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Like a lot of people can't give answers because they don't, they don't really know. And I'm not saying you need to have an answer for all that, but truly like on the outer things, on those pieces that decorate your outfit, like who are you? Do you like music? Do you like jazz? Do you like hip hop? Do you like rap? Do you like orchestra? You know, what colors do you like? Do you, are you a more neutral kind of dressing person or do you love colors and glitter and sparkles of everywhere? Do you like the more simpler things or do you like the more finer things? And do you actually like it or do you convince yourself that you like it because that's what you think you're supposed to like? And do you convince yourself that you don't like things that you actually do like because you think that people would think that you're weird? Our culture struggles with just having hobbies and having things that we enjoy and do because we kind of got a hustle culture. And I know growing up, there were things I loved art and photography and filming. And it started to be every time I'd be like, oh, I really like this. Somebody would be like, oh, turn it into a business. Oh, you should be making money with that. And it kind of started to put this pressure on me of if I'm not making money with this, then I shouldn't be doing it. But we need hobbies. We need things to express ourselves in and to find beauty and delight in. We need to find things to create. Because we do, we have this outflow and you want to create beauty. But if you don't create beauty, then you do. You start dying on the inside. And out of of you just flows numbness because that's kind of what's been stored up and we do we numb ourselves out with social media and tv and just everything but beauty because we don't want to actually have to sit with ourselves and just figure out who we are when was the last time you tried a new hobby knitting crocheting slack lining like when was the last time you actually tried something something new discovered hey do i like sushi Do I like Mediterranean? Do I like Chinese food? Like, when was the last time you actually started to discover who you were, not just in character, but also in those things? But don't define yourself. Don't place your identity in, oh, I love Chinese food and I love this and I love that. But they are a part of you. It's that add-on. It's like an adverb to a verb kind of vibe. You know, and I really, I really wonder if we started identifying ourselves by our character, how much more would we make ourselves limitlessly able to discover those outer things that bring us joy? Not in a sense of our identity, but the things that bring us joy in this life. Because when we do, when we define ourselves as, oh, well, I only, you know, I'm a Nike person or I like this or I like Michigan, you know, not Michigan State, like, woo, you know, and we start identifying ourselves by those things. We start putting limits on trying new things because we have this imposter syndrome that gets created of, 
oh, wait, well, you know, I like Michigan, so that would be betraying if I said I liked Michigan State's, like, soccer team or this or that. Like, you start putting limits on what you're allowed to do of, like, oh, well, I like football, so I can't really like soccer or baseball or this or that. Or, you know what, I like jazz music, so I can't listen to hip-hop. Like, that That goes against my personality. That goes against of who I am. And when you identify yourselves in extracurricular activities, you put limits on what you allow yourself to do and how well you can become. So I really do. I challenge you to not use those as a way to identify yourself, but rather as a way to just bring beauty and joy into your life and start identifying yourself by your character because that's what's going to stand in a storm when you are hard pressed on all sides with pressure and you do when you lose a job when a family member dies when you have a bad breakout how do you react are you quick to just get moody and edgy with people are you continually staying honest and refined you allow people to start pushing your buttons like what is the character that you identify yourself with and I don't think a lot of us actually have a very strong rooted identity in our character and who we're called to be in Yeshua which is why a lot of us we don't we just kind of feel numb of I don't really know who I am you know so what are those things that you've defined yourself by and what are the things that you need to define yourself by and thank you so much for listening